Welcome back to another episode, y'all. Welcome back, welcome back. We in a new week. And y'all, I'm gonna just start off like this. I am not feeling the best, okay? I just, my energy is so low, but no excuses. You gotta get this episode out. So I'm here, just bear with me through this episode because I am not feeling the best this week. But we are here. Um, I appreciate everyone who's been listening to the first two episodes. And I'm just super grateful for everything that's been happening with this podcast. All of the support I've been getting. And we're just going to continue to go up. Okay. Y'all know the drill. So let's get right into this episode. Um, this, top, this topic that we're talking about. Because... This is kind of an episode that's, um, obviously I planned it out and everything, but it wasn't necessarily scheduled to be my third episode, but I'm making it my third episode because I feel like it's very prevalent right now. And as we're going into the new year, I just want people to grow from this issue that I've been seeing a lot a lot (laughs) okay i'm growing through it as well so we all growing and it's okay but we got to talk about it you got to talk about it so today's episode is going to be about self-sabotage y'all let's sit on it for a minute because i think we've all played a part in self-sabotage and it might stem from other things but we've all played a part in it so we got to talk about it got to now before we get into my notes and everything let's just talk about the definition of self-sabotage because I want y'all to understand what I'm talking about when I speak about it. So let's get the definition for it, right? And I just simply Google self-sabotage on Google. Well, obviously I Google, girl, y'all, I'm out of it. Okay, please. (laughs) But here's the definition. Self-sabotage is when people do or do not. Ooh, let's start over because clearly I can't read. Self-sabotage is when people do or don't do things that block their success or prevent them from accomplishing their goals. Now, that's a broad definition, but I feel like that can go into many different realms. You can self-sabotage in relationships, business, um anything like and i've been seeing it in a lot of different people that i talk to in a lot of different ways so i have a few bullet points on things that i want to talk about as it pertains to self-sabotage and how i've been seeing it and um you know the relationships i have But I also want to just say this first. I think black people 
unconsciously self-sabotage a lot. And I do think it's um, as a result of like traumatic experiences. So I want to start there because black people go through a lot. Not saying anybody else doesn't, you know, but I, I'm black. I have black people around me. I can only speak from my experiences. And I feel like black people go through some of the most traumatic experiences, especially in their childhood. And, um, excuse me. We, we aren't given a chance to really, um, grow or heal from those experiences. We kind of just keep going after something has happened and we don't get a chance to really reflect on it. And as a result, you start picking up habits that aren't necessarily healthy. So let's start on this list that I got because I got a few things written down and I don't even know where to start, to be honest, because like I said, I feel like self-sabotage can go in so many different realms, but I want to start with the number one thing I see. And that is settling for less because you don't think you deserve more. <sighs> oh my gosh, I keep forgetting I can't do deep breaths like that because the mic picks up everything. High tech. No. <laughs> but y'all, settling? Settling is such a huge issue for a lot of people. Not just black people, but settling for less because you don't think you deserve more I genuinely don't know where that stems from with us but I think a big part of it um one it can it, you know it can come from many different things but I think a big thing is people have these traumatic experiences and you start blaming yourself for something traumatic you went through um, and <laughs> it could be anything. It could be in a relationship. It could be you not getting a job. It could be, um, friendships, anything. Like you start to settle for less because you don't think you have the right to want more or to get more. And in that, you, you start to um, you start to get into this habit of self-sabotaging, self-sabotaging, ooh girl, self-sabotaging and blocking yourself from things you can actually accomplish. Now, let me see if I can find an example for this, because I'm sure I have a few examples. Hello? Um, oh, I have an example. So, Okay. Last year, I told y'all about this in my last episode about um, the family tree. Last year, when I didn't get the job I wanted, um, I was desperate for a new job, right? I didn't go into much detail, but I was desperate for a new job. So I was genuinely applying for any jobs, y'all. Any jobs. Any jobs. Um, Let me get a little more transparent. So... I didn't get the job I wanted. So I started applying, I started applying for like neighborhood jobs, like grocery store jobs and 
just jobs I knew I was, I knew I deserved more than what I was applying for. And that caused me to end up at a place where um, I just wasn't able to reach my full potential personally. And I was depressed at this job. I was at this job for like six months. And even though something good came out of it, I, I was able to get licensed as a broker. Um, but I was depressed and I genuinely had too much potential to be at that job. I knew I did, but I was so desperate for a job that I just went with the first thing that accepted me. And so that caused me to, in my mind, that caused me to, um, first of all, get into this depression of sitting at a desk all day, being on the phone and just feeling terrible about myself, just putting myself down because I knew I wasn't supposed to be there and I knew I deserved more, but I started settling. I started settling for jobs that quite frankly, I was overqualified for. <laughs> um, and even now, like, you know, my job is better than where I was, but it's still something that I think I have a lot more potential to be somewhere else. Um, and, you know, you just get into this habit of of settling because you're in survival mode and you want things to come now. You have things to take care of now. So you start settling for less and you kind of get stuck in, in that um, cycle of settling and survival mode. And I feel like that's a big part of self-sabotage because you're not at your full potential, right? So that's just one example. You start settling for less. Um, what's another thing? Hmm, because I got a list. Yo, I might have to post this list somewhere so y'all can see this list because I know I'm not going to hit all of it, but I want to do the biggest ones here. Ooh, this, 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 this next one, this next one. Oh my God. So I wrote down holding out on your own happiness because you're not where you want to be. <laughs> this is a huge one. This is a huge one. So, huh. I think oftentimes we get so focused on a goal that we have um, and we're so set on reaching that goal and things like that. We, we save our happiness for when we reach that goal. And so what I mean by that is you don't give yourself space to experience happiness or joy until you reach a goal that you have. Now, the problem with this to me is that you make all this progress, you know, to reach this goal and you don't even take a minute to acknowledge that. And so you're self-sabotaging in that way because you don't give yourself a chance to clap for yourself or to give yourself props where you deserve it because you're so set on a goal, but you don't even realize how much progress you've made to get to that goal. You know what I mean? So another example for y'all, right? this is 2020. I had a goal of reaching a number financially for this year. And, um, 
you know, when I have a goal, I'm very likely to not clap for myself until I get to that goal or until I reach that goal. Now, I've been trying my best to get out of that habit because I don't think it's a good habit to have. But, you know, it happens. Excuse me. Um, But, yeah, it's just been something that I noticed I've done for a long time. And so with this financial goal, for me, it's something that I've been working towards for a minute. Um, But what I've been doing... I ended up reaching my goal in November, right? But I, what I noticed when I reached my goals that I wasn't even ex- excited. Like I was excited, but I wasn't even, I don't know how to, like I wasn't happy. <laughs> I was happy, but I wasn't as happy as I should have been because first of all, girl, that's not a regular number. You know, that's, you do, you're doing good for yourself and you ain't even give yourself props you know, as you were working towards it, clapping for yourself as you were reaching this goal and progressing towards this goal, you didn't even give yourself a chance to enjoy the moments with that. So um, that's what I mean when I say saving your happiness or holding out on your happiness because you're not where you want to be. And then when you get to where you want to be, it's like, You want more after that. So (laughs) I think that's another big um, moment of self-sabotaging that we don't necessarily recognize these goals that we have and that we want to reach. We don't enjoy the moments of getting to that goal and acknowledging our progress when aiming for these goals or reaching these goals and I think you get into self-sabotaging with that because you prevent yourself from even enjoying the moment or patting yourself on the back with that. And that's just something I think, you know, if you change that or work on that, you can experience a lot more happiness when you're climbing and reaching for these goals. Okay. So, y'all, we only talked about two things and we had 15 minutes. See what I'm saying? this list gotta go somewhere i'm telling y'all <laughs> all right but we're gonna keep going okay um let me see which other one do i want to touch on because it's so many different ways like i said already it's so many different ways i'll say this because i think i have three different bullet points for it, but i think they all tie into each other right um I'll start with not clapping for the people around you, not letting others applaud you, and not accepting compliments. Oh, these three to me go hand in hand because, um, and who, this could be a whole nother episode, which it probably will, but I think it stems from self-hate. Let me pause there because that's... That's big. That's a big thing. Um, I think it stems from insecurities and self-hate. But when you don't let other people around you applaud you or you don't accept compliments, you are doing yourself a huge disservice. Not only are you not letting people compliment you and you don't believe that in your own mind, 
but you're also projecting something that you're dealing with inside. That's off. You know what I mean? Um, and I've, I've done this for so long in my life. For so long in my life. I've projected my insecurities and self-hate to others because I didn't believe what they were saying to me. So when somebody told me good job or, you know, you're doing a great job or something like that, or you look nice today, even as little as that, I didn't believe it. So I would just be like, stop lying or for real, you think so? Not believing it myself. Not believing it myself. This this is a deep one for me because I still <laughs> I still like struggle with insecurities and things like that. Um, but you can't like you get to a point where you start you really have to tell yourself like girl you got to deal with this because or girl or boy whatever you got to really deal with this because you can't even take a compliment. You can't even take a compliment. Somebody tell you, you look nice today and you don't believe that. So, um, I think in that there's a lot of self-sabotaging going on because you don't even realize that you could be projecting those insecurities onto people or the fact that you can't take a little compliment, such a little compliment as that, like you don't even see that in yourself. That's preventing you from being the best person you can be. So that's why I said those three go hand in hand. Um, and then when you don't clap for people around you, you're projecting something. That's just what it is to me. Because in my mind, you have no reason not to clap for people in your life, loved ones. And so you're projecting something when you're making it a point not to do that. Or it's always some little shade in, um like a compliment you give her it's always something something shady or something ingenuine in the love or support quote unquote that you give to others you're projecting something and that's self-sabotaging because at the end of the day that's something that's within you that's preventing you from being the best person you can be if you can't clap for under others around you i'm gonna leave it at that because we can go into a whole nother realm with the support and the the fake support and things you know but when you fake support and you show your true colors that's self-sabotaging all right let me look at this list y'all i'm proud of this list because honestly i feel like i've dealt with pretty much everything on this list at some point in time or I'm going to probably, you know. Um, let me see. Something I wanted to touch on, but I, which I think I did earlier um, about settling. But I think we can go deeper with that. I think a lot of people, um, especially in the relationships I've seen or communities I've been in, um. I see a lot of people staying in situations that they know are detrimental to them, but they choose not to leave. And I will say like, 
leaving is not the easiest thing to do, obviously. Like, especially when you love someone or you you have love for a certain situation. But I think it's a big part of self-sabotaging if you're staying in something that you know is detrimental to you. That's emotionally, physically, um, mentally. If you know, like most of the time, you know in your mind if something is detrimental or something is toxic or something is not meant for you and you choose to stay in it because you don't want to leave or you don't want to hurt the other party, whatever the case may be, you know it's not the most positive situation, but you choose to stay in it. That's self-sabotaging to me. <laughs> Y'all know I'm going to say to me because guess what? This is how I think, right? Um, let me think if I have an example. Ooh, I have an example. I ain't gonna go too much into it. But I'm gonna give y'all a taste of it, okay? So, hmm, let me see how I can say this without doing too much. Because not too much. But let me see. Um, so y'all, you know, when you're young and you like somebody, I guess... Ooh, child. I don't even know, fella. Anyway, when you're young, you like somebody, you know. You want to see what it's giving. You want to see if it's going to actually go somewhere or not. And this is just an example. It could be so many different situations, but friendships, whatever. But I'll say when you're young, you like somebody and you, you know, you know it's not the most healthy situation that you should be in. Because you're settling for things that you know you wouldn't allow or it's not something you actually want or you're not being treated how you should be treated hello hello because a lot of people aren't being treated how they should be treated but they stay anyway no ma'am anyway <laughs> you just know something is off you just know something is detrimental and you shouldn't be in it but you decide to stay anyway because you don't think there's better out there or you don't think there's somebody that can give you the love and commitment or whatever the case may be that you deserve that is self-sabotaging hello self-sabotaging there is something out there for you that you deserve that you can find but a lot of us are stuck in this image of like being with someone and wanting to be in something because that's what looks cool and that's what whatever the case may be but let me tell you something if you know that something is not right for you and that you deserve more you need to go <laughs> i'm sorry you can't make nobody you can't teach nobody you can teach somebody right but you can't make somebody treat you how you deserve to be treated most of the time because most of the time people know how you should be treated, but they're not giving you that for whatever reason. Let me tell you something. Get up and go. <laughs> Don't let nobody treat you less than what you deserve. And it could be anybody. Relationship, friendship, family. Hello. Um, Y'all know that's not how I should be treated. You know that's not how I should be treated. So I got to get up. I got to go. It's going to hurt me. It's going to hurt you. But let me tell you something. I'm not going to self-sabotage anymore when I know it's not going to end up going to end up how it should or how, what's most healthy for me to do. So 
I'm gonna have to go. And that's an example of that. Um, that's a big one because a lot of people are in these detrimental situations that's only playing into their trauma more. And they know that and they decide to stay because they don't think it's out, better out there for them. Listen, it's better out. Trust me, it's, it might take a while to find a better friend, find a better partner, find a better situation, but it's better out. I'm going to leave it at that because that, I get real passionate. I get real loud about that. If it's not serving me the way it needs to serve me and then I'm, am I getting what I deserve or being treated how I should be treated? And they know that? No, ma'am. So that plays into knowing your worth and stuff too, which takes time, which takes time, you know. Um, we don't just wake up and know our worth, unfortunately, but you'll get there. Trust me. <laughs> Y'all, we had 25 minutes. Y'all know I do 30 and we keep pushing. So I'm gonna say this. Um I really want people to understand that. When you self-sabotage, you kind of, you give people the okay to sabotage you. And we don't want to do that. We don't want any more trauma, okay? It's going to come, but we don't want any more trauma that we created. So I think we just have to do better with understanding self-sabotage, number one, and understanding how we play into that ourselves how we enable enable that in our own lives i really wanted to talk about this now because i'm seeing it so much and it's it's terrible it's bad to see like it's sad to see because man i think everybody deserves happiness and deserves to be treated how they should be treated and it's sad when it's just not that's just not the case so i really wanted to talk about this um because it's so prevalent and it's so important as you step into this new season, please do not self-sabotage or try to, you know what? Action plan. As I said, we end in, end in these podcasts with action plans. Here's an action plan. Try to find two things in your life that you think you're doing that's self-sabotaging. That could be settling. That could be speaking negatively about yourself, not clapping for the people around you, holding out on your own happiness until you reach your goals. Try to find two things that you think are playing into your own self-sabotaging. And just sit with those two things. Try to unpack it and figure out why that's happening for you. Um, like I said, I might post this list that I have because I think it could be helpful, but I want you guys to do it. Um, and shout out to the people who've been doing these. Well, I've only done one before <laughs> these extra plans, but you know what? People have told me that they want to start therapy, which hello, that is the whole point. First of all, let me not get emotional because wait, y'all want to start therapy. Hello. It's working. It's working. So yeah 
See how I went on a tangent? Anyway, try to find two things that you think are self-sabotaging that you're doing. And let's try to fix that as we go into this new season. Let's try to fix that. Um, And that's going to be the action plan for this episode. I know I said I was going to do um the family tree update from last episode. I'll do that the next one because this one was just kind of a freestyle episode. Um, I, I had it on my heart to really talk about this topic. So I wanted to really hone in on that. But we'll do that the next episode. And um, yeah, y'all, we had 28 minutes. So I don't want to get, I don't want to get cut off because I got my timer on. I appreciate y'all for listening to this episode and listening to this podcast. And if you have any questions or concerns or feedback for me, just let me know. Um, We going up, y'all. It's episode three. I can't believe we had episode three. Girl, one, two, three. It's not that much, but (laughs) we going. We going to keep it moving. And I appreciate y'all. Let's have a great week and I'll see y'all in the next episode. All right. Peace out.